0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and my main man, JC, John Coleman.
1: Dio, what's poppin'?
0: Hey, fired up, ready to go? Uh, yes, you are. Fired up, Only took ready took me 45 to minutes to go. wind you up today, but you know. It took a while to get me wound up. Here's the deal. Uh, Just in Austin. Actually, we were outside of Austin in wine country. That's Austin, Texas, ATX. Spent one night in Austin. Got to hang out with uh, my wife, her college best friend, uh, her husband. Nice dinner. Mm -hmm. Went out for drinks on 6th Street afterwards. Life was good. Crushed some voodoo donuts. There you go. Shout out to voodoo donuts. (laughs) Um, Love, love, love them, especially after midnight and a few cocktails. Then we go out to Wine Country where we rented like this massive home estate with 22 other people, all adults. They're my wife's cousins. It's called Cousin Palooza. It was mm. the fourth edition. We do it every two years. We're already planning Cousin Palooza 5.0. Jesus. Yep. Um, and mentally, I'm still not it's, all there. It's just a lot to take in. Dude, physically, i bounce right back. Right. This 42, almost 43-year-old body – can bounce right back Mm -hmm. but this 42 almost 43 year old brain the fog dude the fog is real yes yeah i just feel lethargic i feel like unmotivated i
1: haven't had a drink since sunday and just been guzzling water and i feel great
0: good for you right yeah good for you i um i also get grumpy like i get grumpy many sundays like sunday about 4 p.m if i'm not holding the couch down I start getting grumpy because I have to prepare for the next week. Like Mm -hmm. it's a, you know, kind of like I'm going into a battle, and Monday is like the the biggest war, you know, or Mm -hmm. the biggest battle of the war, and um, when I'm coming off a vacation, same thing happens. So I come into work Tuesday, and. Mm. yeah, you saw me. I was like, he's like, Dio, how you doing? I'm like, mm, yep. And that's uh, as much as we spoke that day. That's as much, I can shut the door. <laughs> good. And uh, here I am just trying to still like dig myself yeah. out of it. But uh did have a great time uh, in Austin with my wife and our cousins and the whole entire cousin Palooza crew, the O'Connor family. We represented South Dakota, Florida, Indiana, and Illinois. Those are go. the four states that were represented. That's what's up. Yeah, it was a good time, mm-hmm. and I highly recommend people check out Dripping Springs or the uh, Hill Hill County Hill Country, which I believe is just west of uh, of Austin, Texas. Right. Yeah. Nice. But today we're not talking about Austin. We're not talking about Cousin Palooza. We're not talking about the fog. Right. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about personal lines of credit. Okay. The freezing of credit cards, mm. Wells Fargo. Mm. I mean, all this stuff is going on in the news. Like I know we've had just recently, Mark Teta, Mark crushed it with certified credit. Shout out Mark Teta. Shout out to Mark, getting lots of love from viewers and listeners. Really digging that episode. We've had Credit Christie on not once but twice. Shout out Credit Christie. Shout out Chris, Credit Christie and shout out to the listeners and viewers who want her back on. Yeah,
1: no, like no.
0: like we have to look at maybe later this year, beginning of next year bringing Christy back on because not only is she a credit queen, but she's also a top producing mortgage loan originator. And she's a top producing mortgage loan originator who's only been in the um, business for like five years. Right. Right. So like we did great episodes with credit Christy. We've had Mark Teta. You and I have sat down together. We've talked about budgeting mm-hmm. just last night. Um, my best friend, Brian, uh, best friend, like we're two years old group, basically grew up together. He's in town from San Diego. Okay. And, Brian and I used to hang out with his cousin-in-law all the time. So me, Brian, and this guy's name is Robert all get together, have oysters. They had beer. I'm not drinking, just my water, mm-hmm. but oysters and some shrimp, and we we had a good time. And that led to us going back to Robert's house, and that led to us just, just getting caught up. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about personal finance. Okay, like We were talking about Robert's business and Brian's business. Brian's a government employee, and Brian's going to be able to retire with a pension. And mm-hmm. what does Brian want to do when he's retired? Like, we were having those types of conversations and I know you and I have done plenty of episodes on things like budgeting and personal finance. We've even had on uh, financial advisors. Budget, yeah. Yep. We've had like the Rob Ferrigers of the mm-hmm. world come on, the Todd Bryans of the world come on. Mm-hmm. But it's a topic that I'm learning just last night. Um, you can't talk enough about it. Right. Right. You just can't talk enough about personal finance issues, especially when you have relevant topics. Mm-hmm. And we have a relevant topic going on right now in our news cycle, and I feel bad because this bank gets picked on too many times, because I honestly don't think what they're doing is wrong, bad, but somehow it got caught up by the news media, and they're making it sound like, oh, Wells Fargo's evil devil. devil. They are getting out of personal lines of credit.
1: Terrible, yeah.
0: Yeah, and we actually had viewers reach out, hey, Dio, what do you think about this? Yeah. Can you do an episode on it? And I'm like, ah, I don't know if I can do a whole episode on it. But we can do a whole episode on credit in general, mm-hmm. on personal lines of credit and what they are. Why would Wells Fargo be doing this? Is it common or uncommon? Mm-hmm. What is the true impact? And if this ever happens to you, what are your alternatives? Mm-hmm. Maybe why do you have a personal line of credit to begin with? Facts. You know? Mm-hmm. And then if you ever find yourself where you're in, in too much consumer debt, how can you potentially get out of it? Mm-hmm. What's the system that you can follow? And I'll be more than happy to share my story, where I legitimately froze mm. credit cards. Chill. Froze them. Filled up a big ass Tupperware container of water, threw the credit card inside of that, put the lid on it, and threw it in the freezer. I mm. froze my credit cards.
1: Chill, bro. <laughs> See what I dum Boom. <laughs> But before we get started on credit and before you go on your diatribe about talking about where they can find us, I have a special gift here from a listener, follower, viewer, commenter on YouTube. Oh, show me, show me, show me! Shout out, Sam!
0: Oh, what's up, Sam?
1: Sam, there you are. You sent this oh, to us.
0: Oh, thank you, Sam. Am I gonna open it right yeah, here? You're gonna open it right now. Ho- hopefully, ha- it's not
1: laced with threats. We the have no idea. We like Sam. Well, Sam's good. Sam's to us. good. He's good. Right. He comments. He's the guy everyone that kind of uh, does the synopsis, like, like Cliff. Well, notes. the
0: synopsis is only on YouTube. Yeah, only on so YouTube. So check this out. As oh. I say here and open it. Um, so Sam is a YouTube viewer. We have a YouTube channel yeah. at the Loan Officer Podcast. Right. And we put each and every one of these episodes on YouTube. Now, if you watch this on YouTube, you're like, oh, no shit. That's how I'm, <laughs> That's how I'm, I'm watching you right the material. Now, dummy. But if you're watching us on YouTube, then you also need to know you can listen to us on Spotify, mm-hmm. on Google Play, and on Apple Podcasts mm-hmm. at The Loan Officer Podcast. Yep. While you're doing these types of things, please do us a favor. Give us a five-star review, yep. share it, yep. like it, yep. and comment like crazy because we love the comments. Yes. The comments is what bring us a lot of the content, yes, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, Social media. We're on social media. We are. We're on social media. We're on Facebook. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. And we are on LinkedIn yep. at the Lone Officer Podcast. If you ever want to find John Coleman, Google him. His Google. first name is John. His last name is Coleman. Yep. Me, the best way to reach me is on LinkedIn. I am Dustin Owen on LinkedIn. Nice, Sam. Boy, right. this is rum
1: roll, please. Oh, Sam Swag?
0: Trade Ooh. it back. Oh, look at the packaging Ooh. on that. are those wow. long sleeves? wow Ooh. all right this one's a medium must be for you thank you all right look at this
1: shout out sam hey by the way fans you can send us anything by <laughs> you can find our address too large look at you even got the sizes
0: right yes look at this damn i feel like christmas look at this i love it
1: this is awesome wow now Dio's and a with, hoodie and a hoodie wow. check Dio, it out was like i want oh. this why doesn't our swag look like this Look oh, at that, form-feeding
0: too? JC has to step up his game. Shout out, Sam.
1: Look at that. Thank you. This That's
0: what's up, Sam. Yeah. Sam, thank, thank you, you so much. That appreciate you, bro. That's thank dope. you. That's dope. All right. All right, down to business. Down to business. So, in the news, mm-hmm. and I think Chris might have been uh, one of our viewers who who reached out to me about this, All right. but um, currently in the news, Wells Fargo's getting browbeat. I, I believe, I, I'm going to call it browbeat, but they announced that they're um, discontinuing consumer lines of credit, Like So we think about all the different credit you can have. You have credit cards, you can have, we talk about HELOCs, yeah, yep. we talk about HE loans, yep. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Mortgages, mm-hmm. car loans, like a personal line of credit is, it's an unsecure, right? There's no collateral line of credit. So someone would go use that for a, a plethora of things, right? Some would use it for a small home improvement project. Some people would get a personal line of credit to maybe consolidate and pay off two credit cards. Various reasons why your transmission went in your truck mm-hmm. and you need money, whatever the case may be. And they are discontinuing them. Full stop. Yeah. There's like, hey, we don't want to be in this space. Are we don't, don't, oh. don't want to be in this product. So no one new can come and, and get a personal line mm. of credit. Okay, cool. If you really need a personal line of credit, I have good news for you. There's hundreds of other banks out there. I'm sure a good percentage of them offer personal lines of credit. You can go to those banks and credit unions to find them. Yeah, Bless you. <coughs> right? Holy cow. But where Wells is getting browbeat is when this happens, let's say John Coleman, you had a line of credit. And by the way, it's a line of credit. It's not like it's a unsecure loan, right? Cause it's, we've talked on this podcast multiple times that you can have an open line of credit. You can also mm. have an end loan, right? End loan is just, here's 10 grand, Pay us back three hundred bucks a month for the next forty-eight months. Yeah, done. Yep, that's like a mortgage. Mm-hmm. But a line of credit is a lot like a credit card, a lot like a home equity loan, a home equity line of credit mm-hmm. (HELOC). A personal line of credit is one in which you may have a limit of ten thousand dollars. You may owe three grand. You may owe seven grand. You may be maxed out. You may owe nothing. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, so if you owe nothing on this Wells Fargo personal line of credit. And they close it, then they close it. Yeah, so whatever. Yeah, it's it truly is whatever. If anyone's like, oh, but now I have one less line of credit, in my opinion, you're overthinking it. Yeah. Like, you're overthinking it. All of us should always have three open lines of credit of which one is active. Mm. Three. A car loan, a student loan, and a credit card. That's three. A car loan, uh, a mortgage, and a credit card. A mortgage a American express and a visa right (laughs) I mean, because maybe you don't want a car loan. Maybe like me, you buy into the Dave Ramsey. We don't get, we don't buy brand new. We buy certified pre-owned and we pay cash Mm -hmm. or you buy into the Kirk bar young, which is how cheap can you finance that for? And Kirk's whole philosophy, which I actually like, and I follow is maybe you still don't buy new, but you buy certified pre-owned you save up enough cash. That you could have paid cash for it, Bye. but you hand that cash over to Kirk because he's your financial advisor yep. and let Kirk put that into some kind of a Vanguard or BlackRock mutual fund, mm-hmm. at which point it's earning you six, eight, 12% interest, and you're only paying your bank or credit union 1.99 or 2.33%. Right. Like that's what I buy into. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, I got down a rabbit hole. I'm talking about, about a reason why someone could get upset that. They close their line of credit. Is okay. Yes, you are correct. You have one less open line of credit, Mm -hmm. but that's not going to negatively impact someone's credit, in my opinion. Mm. But the other part that is getting bashed in the news is, let's say John Coleman, you had a ten thousand dollar line of credit, you only owed five grand on it, or you only let's say you had four grand on it, Mm -hmm. four grand. So your balance to limit ratio was good. We talk about that all the time. You want to have a good balance to limit ratio. Mm -hmm. But the minute that they close it, now you're capped at four grand. Now you went from having a 40% balance to limit to now you're maxed, yeah, maxed out. out. And when something is maxed out, it could very well drop your credit score. Mm-hmm. But as Mark Tedda told us just last week or the week before, yeah. your credit score is evolving, it's fluid. It, moves. it is mm-hmm. very fluid. Yeah. So if you don't need your credit score that day, does it really matter that your your score got dinged by 60 points because now that line of credit shows as being maxed out? No. no, it doesn't really. So people shouldn't be freaking out that much. Now they should be looking for alternatives if they're looking to finance something like a house and they need to get a mortgage. Mm. Like that's something that, okay, hey, Wells Fargo, let me know that if I have a personal line of credit with them, that they're going to close it, at which point... Whatever my balance owing is, that's my max limit and that's my balance. Mm-hmm. And now I have to get it paid off. Not right away, by the way. They're, they're not gonna be able to mandate that, hey, right, hey this days. is closed and you have 30 days to pay us. Mm-hmm. No.
1: Once you get the balance down to zero on that, does it like close then?
0: Yes. Well, no. they, they close it and then it'll show up in your credit report as closed right. with a balance. Mm-hmm. And then as long as you continue to make on time payments, life's all well and good, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. Like the only thing that could truly hurt you is you have a trade line that maybe before wasn't maxed out. Like in the John Coleman example, Mm -hmm. your limit was 10 grand. You only owed four. the minute that they close that account. Now they're going to show your limit being four and you owing four. Mm -hmm. and then it's just a matter of you to have to continue making on time payments, Mm -hmm. whatever the month, the minimum monthly is, and then you'll work to get it paid off. But if you don't like that, you can go and try to find another, Line of uh, line of credit, whether it's through Chase or Bank of America or Truist or well, City or any of the other banks out there. What is this? Was Wells Fargo an anomaly? Was it the first domino to fall? and you think no, other? No, I don't. I mean, it, I think it's just a business play. Like I don't, I don't get why it's getting so much airtime. To be honest with you, it's just a. To me, it's a non-event. Mm. It's like, oh, okay. So you're you're no longer in the business of offering personal lines of credit. If I'm one of the million people who had a personal line of credit. That means if I really rely on this, mm-hmm. then I need to go find another one. Right. Was that? Did that even make up a large segment of their business portfolio? portfolio no, tiny, tiny, tiny. And, and the only thing that I can think of being a negative would be, hey, someone's credit score temporarily could be impacted. Like the example I always think of is back in 2007, 2008, when the financial collapse was happening, then you had a lot of banks would look at people and be like, oh, you have a home equity line of credit attached to your home and your home's value is just plummeted. Mm. We're cutting that line. Mm. We're closing that line. We're suspending that line, especially because many of us, and I was in this boat, I had one, but I didn't draw on it. Mm. So I had a $50,000 home equity line of credit on my house because that was something my financial advisor advised me to do. Mm -hmm. Hey, Dustin, go ahead and open this line. You don't have to use it. And if you don't use it, you don't pay on it. Mm -hmm. But if and when life throws you a curve bar, if or when life, presents you an opportunity that you need instant cash for how nice would it be to have some of your home equity that you can, you can tie into. We've actually given that same advice to people in Mm -hmm. today's market. Mm -hmm. Uh, when we did an episode on, on HELOCs and home equity loans, it's advised that many people with a large amount of equity, just as a safeguard Mm. should potentially look at having a home equity loan open. Yeah. Just leave it there. Yeah. You don't have to owe anything on it. You don't have to use it just because you have, it doesn't mean you use it. Mm. So what Wells Fargo is doing, I don't know why they're doing it. I don't really care why they're doing it. But the only negative impact would be temporarily, because now potentially someone who wasn't showing as quote-unquote maxed out can That's now be right. showed as maxed out. But um, the, the thought I had is I actually have a friend of mine who he puts his whole entire life on Discover. He loves Discover. The Give points, me those points. Cash back. Let's go, baby. Mm-hmm. And this dude is successful and frugal. So he's always stayed employed. He's always made good money and he always underspends, right? Lives well below his means. But because he puts his entire life on that Discover card, it wasn't unknown for him to to put six grand a month on his Discover card. Mm. Hey, that wasn't a big deal when his limit was $12,000. Word. Right? Limits $12,000. He puts $5,000 a month on it. He pays it off every time. He's never paid interest once. But when 07, 08 hits, Discover pulls you know a huge report and they say everyone on this report we're just gonna cut their limit in half. Damn they don't even look. Okay. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I'm sure there's some kind of a algorithm, a algorithm yeah, that, yeah. that they're using. Yeah. So they cut it in half. Well he still goes on his Merry old way mm-hmm. of putting five thousand dollars a month on his discover and every single month he pays it off in full. But he went from putting five thousand dollars a month on a credit card that, that has a twelve thousand dollar limit to now. to now, a $5,000 on a credit card has a $6,000 limit. Mm-hmm. Now, down. all of a sudden, he watched his, his credit score drop by 70 points. Damn. Yeah, he just showed, I mean, he didn't do anything different. But as Mark Teddo told us, that was temporary. Mm-hmm. So here's what he had to do. Pick up the phone, call Discover, and say, WTF, I need that back at ten or $12,000. At which Discover would be like, well, we'll be more than happy to, but can you send us a pay stub? And maybe he'd send them a pay stub, and they do. All right. All well and good. He calls Discover, Discover says, uh uh, not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. And he's like, all right, cool. Uh, Go pound sand, and I'm gonna call Capital One. I'm gonna call American Express. Now all he has to do is find the next card with the second best point system Mm -hmm. and just, you know, quit putting so much on one and then put it on two if that's Mm -hmm. the way that that he wants to operate. Mm -hmm. But no, what Wells Fargo is doing is not new, it's not uncommon, it's not detrimental. It is what it is. Like, I mean, honestly, if you ask yourself, why do you even have a personal line of credit? Uh, Because? Yeah. Ask me what my interest rate is on my credit card. What's your, I don't What is your interest rate? Like 23 or something? Don't know. Don't care. Yeah. I don't
1: pay interest. I don't pay interest.
0: I pay it off. It, yes. hurt, it hurts
1: me sometimes at the end of the month to pay it off, but I've never paid interest. So it always is yeah. better.
0: Yeah. I go for who has the, the best points. Yeah. Who has the best points? Because I don't. You know, so it's like the 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 line of credit. I don't. want to ask them. Well, why do you have a line of credit? And was that was that the best thing for you? Because maybe the best thing for you was actually a home equity line of credit. Oh, oh, well, what do you? Oh, okay. A oh. HELOC, if you're a homeowner, is going to operate just like a personal line, but it's going to have a better interest rate. And do you know why it has a better interest rate? Because it's tied to something. Because it's tied to your home. Right. Yeah, because there's collateral there. Oh. So if if you're in this predicament. You have a couple easy outs. One of your easier outs would be, well, if I'm a homeowner, can I get a home equity line of credit? Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not, do you have a 401k that you can borrow against? Because at least when you borrow against your 401k, because may, maybe you maybe you took out a personal loan because something happened in life. Yeah, you need it for real. And you need it for real. Check with your 401k provider because your 401k provider, in certain circumstances, will let you borrow money against your right. 401k. And then you pay yourself back that interest. Word.
1: Yeah. I might just do that just to pay. My, just to do that. No, no, you don't want to do <laughs> no, that. No, just no, do that. No, no, <laughs> no. No, no, no.
0: No, it's, it's usually like something catastrophic yeah, happens. Need, or, yeah. you know, we do it a lot for people who are looking to buy a house and they need to raise capital for their down payment. Hmm. They would borrow against.
1: So that brings up an interesting point. So some people might be in an instance where they took out a personal line of credit when they could have opened a, a HELOC and it might have just turned
0: out better for them. Is, there, is that? Yes. Happens? Yes. If you, had, if you own a home a home has equity... And you need cash. I want to tell you: look to a HELOC or a cash-out refinance first. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if you need cash, because there's a good reason. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I need cash because uh, the the latest greatest wakeboard boat just came out, and mm-hmm. I need to go buy it. Probably not. Probably not. No. Probably probably not going to do that. But yeah, so um, I would a viewer reach out and kind of wanted me to to do some commentary mm-hmm. on that. Those are my thoughts in general. All right. Uh, about what's going on with Wells Fargo and Wells Fargo is is, is cutting the, and eliminating the per, their personal lines of credit. And there's definitely some people are gonna be impacted. I don't necessarily see the big hoopla mm. besides the the credit score for some people being impacted momentarily. But as Martetta told us, if you don't get your credit score that day, it doesn't really matter. And I believe I read in the article that I referenced Wells Fargo is giving people a sixty-day notice, so if you have one of these, you have sixty days to figure it out. Right. Right. And I, I don't, I don't know if you can do this, but like, some people could go get a cash advance on a credit card, and if it's a brand new credit card, you pay zero interest for twelve months. Mm. So if you really had to, could you not? Mm-hmm. And then just make sure you put together a payment plan to get that thing paid off. Yeah. Speaking of credit cards, mm. you want to hear my story?
1: Yes. This was crazy. Okay.
0: Like I look back now, I'm like, wow, I survived that. And then it's like, okay, well, let's share the story because maybe other people could survive that. Mm -hmm. So there's a time in my life, early 20s, like 22, 23, 24, where I moved from Orlando to Atlanta, just graduated college, and I cashed out of my 401k because I worked all through college, so I had a 401k already. I had some um, employee stock. I worked at the Home Depot. I had some employee stock, but I also had some... um, like I bought myself my first computer. Word. And I bought a gateway computer. The Gateway Cow. Oh, and I it was like thirty five hundred dollars back in nineteen ninety And and I think I got a, a loan for it through Gateway Financial <sighs> at like twenty percent interest and I only paid the interest. Jesus. You know, for four years of right. college, I, I only paid the interest. Mm. So when I moved to Atlanta, I paid went ahead and cashed out my 401k cashed out my stock. I paid off that $3,500. I put some money in the bank. I had to hire, you know, buy a U haul uh, et cetera. But I get up there and one thing led to another, a wedding, a honeymoon, an open bar, a kick-ass DJ, and found myself back in some credit card debt. Mm -hmm. So not wanting to live a life in that type of credit card debt. We first became the king and queen of balance transfers, mm-hmm. where I look at my current credit card and let's say I owed $6,000. I would do a balance transfer onto a new credit card because that credit card was offering a promotion for a 0% first 12 months on all balance transfers. Okay. All right. So follow me here. Mm-hmm. I have credit card, A. I owe six to on credit card, a I do a balance transfer on a credit card B because credit card B tells me that they'll pay 0% Mm -hmm. on all balance transfers. Now there's also all these small print, fine print asterisks, Mm -hmm. but I have no intention of ever using said credit card, the new credit card at all. And I don't want to find myself using this new credit card or the the credit card I just paid off. Mm -hmm. So what I do is I freeze both of them.
1: Freeze both. You call them up and say, hey, uh, Cap, I want no. you to... No, f-
0: no, nope, no. Nope. I uh, get out some Tupperware or Ziploc bags, however you want to do it. I fill them with water. I drop the credit cards in each of them, and I put them in the freezer. Mm. Now, the one that has 0%, I know I have 12 months before I have to start paying interest. So I say, okay, well, I owe 12, I owe $6,000. 12 goes into 6500 times. I had to make $500 a month payment on that credit card. I've been paid off in 12 months mm. and I'm not and I'm paying, not paying any interest. And what I'm not doing also is I'm not getting myself in a world of hurt by going out and overspending again, because right. I like many who find themselves in credit card debt, it's because we don't know how to budget. It's a discipline that we refuse to practice. And because we don't know how to budget, then we always overspend.
1: So, when you froze your credit cards, when you went out to eat because you had to eat, would you like to pay cash for stuff? Straight cash, homie. I don't understand.
0: Yeah. Well, what we would do is on the first of every single month, we were working off this thing called a budget. Okay. So, a budget is when you sit down a and B word and you look at how much money have you spent over the past 60 days. Now, it may cause you to actually keep a journal because you don't know. So track all the money you're spending for the next month or go back and look at all the money you spent for the previous 60 days Mm -hmm. and figure out where it's going, you know, create categories, groceries, gas, entertainment, babysitters, doctor's appointments, what, what have you. And that allows you to at least have an idea of every month. Where's your money going this much to rent, this much to cable, this much to Starbucks, like the whole Mm -hmm. kit and caboodle, I do it all. So what we would do is on the 1st we would pull out enough cash to get us from the 1st to the 15th to cover those bills. Hmm. Now, if it was rent, then we would we, it, yeah, we right. wouldn't put cash, but rent. But the things that that we could pay cash, we'd pay cash for. Hmm. So going out to dinner, yeah, and we had little envelopes, and this envelope would say gas. This envelope would say Starbucks. Did, this envelope would say um Friday Friday date night.
1: Did it suck at first? But you got used to it. Or it sucks, period. To continue to suck it in. Or...
0: Yeah, I mean, like, look, getting in any type of shape, right? Oh, I'm going to get into good physical shape. It's not always fun. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get in great mental health shape. It's not always fun, right? To get in a good mental health shape, maybe I need to drink less alcohol, smoke less weed, get a good night's sleep, remove myself from stressful situations, mm-hmm. like all the things that people should should potentially do. Uh, go see a counselor on a mm-hmm. biweekly basis. What does it take to get into good physical shape? Well, I need to cut out processed food. I need to drink more water, drink less soda, mm-hmm. ex- you know, right? eat less meat, eat more vegetables. I need to exercise an hour a day, six days a week. Like right, All of mm-hmm. that isn't necessarily fun, but if you can make it your routine – then it doesn't become about it being fun or not fun. It just becomes about being like, this is who you are. Like, I love something T. Shane Johnson said when we had him on on the show a few weeks back. And I was like, well, you know, T. Shane, like who who do we, what part of you do we want to talk about first? Like you being this Guinness uh, uh, world record holder, you being a Marine, you being a mortgage loan officer, you being a speaker. And he's like, I'm all of that, Mm -hmm. you know? So like, I'm like, I love that. I'm going to swipe and adapt that. Like, no, like. Well, which are you, D? Are you a podcast host? Are you a real estate uh, investor? Mm-hmm. Are you a mortgage professional? Mike? Uh, yeah. All Yes. The answer <laughs> yeah, is yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah. The answer is yes. Well, you know, following a budget and being fiscally responsible and showing a discipline with your finances, it, it should just become a being. Mm-hmm. So to answer your question, yeah, it's just, it, was, it, it becomes, does it suck? Sure, at first, does it suck? Your friends call you. Oh my God, we just got two for one cruise. You we're going know. we're going to the Bahamas for the weekend. We got the all you can drink package. Let's go. Mm, can't do it. Is it in the budget? No. Yeah. You think you gotta say no. But if you can do that, what you can eventually do as I get that credit card paid off, and I didn't add any money to the credit card, I now freed up five hundred dollars a month in my budget. Right? Mm-hmm. Think about that. Think of my particular and I and I wanted to share a story about freezing credit cards. I think it's so cool, and I don't know where I I got it from somewhere else. I don't know if I got it from Clark Howard or who I was listening to back in the the early two thousands. But to actually freeze the credit cards, mm-hmm. right? And the reason why I froze them is because just in case life threw something crazy at us, yeah, you could break it. I, I could get out my wife's uh, hair dryer, and and her, I could sit right, there right. And, and and melt it. But while I was doing it, hopefully, if it was an irrational purchase, it would stop i would stop doing it right if it was an irrational purchase then like hey what are you doing man mm-hmm. come on uh quit acting like a crackhead <laughs> yeah. you're know, trying to get my next fix yeah um but it, they were there like you know break this in case of emergency type mm-hmm. type type reasons and i i wanted both because i was pretty confident the company that i bounced transferred to i didn't need their card but because i still owed them money i wanted to keep that mm-hmm. card and the card that i liked because maybe that one either represented my alma mater or that card gave the best rewards, I still wanted that card because eventually my goal is to get to a point in life where I'm so responsible, I'm like John Coleman. Mm -hmm. I use a credit card, but I follow a budget and I pay it off, Mm -hmm. right? My friend in in his Discover card, he's extremely fiscally responsible. He uses a credit card, but he still follows a budget. Mm -hmm. He knows what he is spending his money on. He just wants to get the points and the cash back from Discover. Mm -hmm. And we were doing the same exact thing. So yes, I said no to going on the cruise, but that's because I had to spend 500 bucks a month to pay off the credit card debt I got myself into. Hmm. Eventually that $500 is gonna free up. So then I can decide, what do, what do I wanna do with it?
1: Go right back into debt. Just kidding.
0: No, don't wanna go just, but, <laughs> but now I wanna maybe open up a third savings account yeah. that's called vacations, fund money. There you go. And that $500 a month that I used to send to the balance transfer credit card company. Yeah. I've already paid them off. Right. By the way, once I paid them off, I did cut up that card. I did call them and say, thanks suckers, I'm right. done. Yeah. You know, yeah. you got no interest sure. for me. Yeah.
1: Um, but that's a, that's a great point now because you got so used to spending the 500 a month that once it was done, you were able to allocate that 500 a month and not miss a beat like it was. Yeah, done. and
0: in my preferred world, I'm gonna take 20, 250 of it a month and put it in a fund Two hundred fifty bucks a month. I probably was missing out on retirement savings. Mm-hmm. I probably at that point in my life didn't have six months reserve. Mm-hmm. Well, now I can do that. There you go. Now I can take the five hundred bucks a month that I was spending to get that credit card debt paid off from the two credit cards that were sitting in my freezer, mm-hmm. and that five hundred bucks is mine. Now at the end of year two, because that was year one. Now at the year, the end of year two, I took that cruise, and now I have three thousand dollars in a retirement account. There you go. And I haven't touched my budget. Now, what happens if maybe I got a raise at work? You know, I got that raise, right? So I got that raise. So now in that raise might've been an extra 300 bucks a month. So really I'm $800 a month richer, mm-hmm. 500 because I have the credit card paid off and 300 because of my raise at work. Ah, maybe I can do a cruise. I can do a weekend getaway mm-hmm. to New York city. Cause that's one of my favorite places to do a weekend getaway to and Instead of saving three thousand dollars a year for retirement, it's five thousand. There you go. Right? Like that's that that's all you can do. And this is on credit cards, freezing credit cards, getting out of credit card debt. It all stemmed from a listener asking us to comment on what's going on with Wells Fargo. And I honestly hope people got something out of this out of this episode. Mm-hmm. I feel like we kind of talked in circles. Sure. And we touched on current current events. Mm-hmm. We touched on topics that we've discussed multiple times. And I have one last one. One last one, just because you and I did mortgage school today. Okay. And mortgage school is something that if you're tuning in for the first time, it's something we do <laughs> once a week for some of our local mortgage professionals that work here at Waterstone Mortgage with John and I. Mm-hmm. And it's usually they come in, they have an hour with me and a whiteboard, and they just lob questions at me. That's and then right. they're usually questions of, hey, what, what, what transpired? Your week, you know, this week or last week, like mm-hmm. our questions this week were like, "Hey, how do I know if someone's better FHA or conventional?" Yeah. Right, that was one of them. Or, "Hey, I keep on having clients that I've pre-approved go and buy new construction, and they end up not using me, and they use the the builder's lender because they're getting incentives." So mm-hmm. Like, how do you overcome that? And then one of them was actually, "What do you do when someone doesn't have credit?" Like, no credit, no credit at all. And I thought Credit Christie. Yeah. And I'll go ahead and share this with the audience in case you haven't watched any of our episodes of The Credit Christie, Authorized user. Become
1: an authorized user.
0: Yes. Have your client who is showing no credit score become an authorized user on someone else's and at least a credit score will register. There you go. So there's a credit tip right there. Nice. Yeah, that's it. Nice. What do you think we're going to come back and do some episodes on coming up? Like I'm still trying to get an appraiser,
1: mm-hmm.
0: which anyone in the mortgage industry, I'm going to tell you this, never, ever, 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 ever has it been this bad Mm -hmm. in terms of not having enough appraisers to appraise the homes that we need appraised. Mm -hmm. So bear in mind, it's very difficult for me to find a good local appraiser who's willing to come on the show and let me pick their brain, Mm -hmm. because right now they've been drinking from a fire hose for the past 12 to 18 months. They're turning away business. They don't wanna come on Mm -hmm. on, on the show. Mm But I—that I, is on the docket because I do have a, a listener right. request that I promised that we would—that we would get filled by the end of the year. I think that starts with a processor. I think we're trying to get a processor. We are really trying to get a processor. Yeah. Yes, I have—I have the person I want interviewed. interview. I know. I really, really. And, but you know what? If if she says no, maybe Tracy. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, I, I I think we could probably get, get Tracy on board. Yeah, okay. And, and and she could make a good a good show. And yeah. she's newer in her career. Yeah. Right? Ish. Yeah. So yeah, uh, processor and then you had a good one today. What's that? Because of mortgage school, yeah. you talked about maybe doing a show, whether it was how a loan officer should call on a home builder, mm-hmm. how a loan officer should prep their clients. Right the difference between new construction and buying resale. That's huge. Yes. Yeah. How how a loan officer needs to understand that in business and in life, sometimes it's not all fair. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna do a bunch of work for someone and you're gonna answer all their questions and get them pre-approved. And they're gonna go buy new construction and the builder's lender is gonna offer, or the builder is gonna offer some crazy incentive to use their lender. Can't beat it. At which point, like I told these people today, I didn't do my sister's loan nor my sister-in-law's loan because they both bought new construction and the incentive was too great Mm. for them to pass up. Mm. But yeah, maybe that's an episode we can do. I like it. And then for anyone tuning in that you made it this far, like we love your suggestions. So reach out to us, whether it's through Instagram or Facebook or Mm -hmm. LinkedIn, Uh, send a comment on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Let us know what you would like to hear more of, and we'll do our best. Mm to put the content out there and fulfill it. I'm hoping once we get the, web- the website up and running, mm-hmm. that we'll have a section that'll make it easier because some of your suggestions, they're, they're not quite whole entire episode worthy. Mm-hmm. Like today, like I don't know if I can do a whole episode on a current event, but maybe we can sit down and chat for 30, 40 right. minutes about credit in general, right. share some personal stories, keep it surface level, educational, um, as well as entertaining. That mm-hmm. was that was the the, the goal today. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we had a, a, a section on the website where maybe you and I could just get behind a camera and just do a quick five minute, yeah. a quick hit almost. Yeah. Like we did that episode a couple yeah, days ago. Yeah, yeah. I actually loved it. Like yeah. I want to do quick hits again, yeah. uh, that maybe we just load up six or seven viewer requests that don't match the uh, Criteria for a full episode. There we go, yeah, that we can at least do more quick hits Absolutely. or we could have a section on the website for quick hits. Say less. Awesome. Well, hey, he's John Coleman. I'm Dustin Owen. You're tuned in to the Loan Officer Podcast. Thank you very much for spending your time with us. We have to go, but we'll catch you on the next episode. Peace.